Good morning, Northern Michigan, and welcome to Northern Focus, Q100's Community Affairs and Events Program. We host each and every Friday through our partnership with Kirtland Community College. Do something today for your future that you can be proud of and visit kirtland.edu, Michigan's finest educational website. We always start with somebody from Kirtland. Today, it's Heather Apphold from the, uh, the Kirtland Community College Foundation. Good morning, Heather. How are you? Good morning, very excited to be here today. Excited to have you. You brought in a huge gang. We've got a lot of people in the green room today. <laughs> we do. It's like a party in here. Um, so uh, tell us uh, uh, the reason for the celebration. Yes. Today at 11 o'clock, we are doing our ribbon cutting to rename the Wood Science Lab at Kirtland's Grayling Campus to the He's Family Foundation Wood Science Lab. The He's. Yes. And we have um, uh, many members of the He's family Ooh, here. We have a bunch of the brothers here. Dan, Mike, and Dave He's are in here. Uh, who's uh, is everybody going to speak? Do we have a, a, sing, a single spokesman? Did you guys arm wrestle for it before the? Uh... <laughs> we arm wrestled, and Dan He's one, and Dan is the president of the He's Family Foundation. And it's Dan that is speaking. Uh, and I'm normally the smartest. <laughs> Normally. But not the most handsome, as I found out. No, my, my twin brother's better looking than me. <laughs> the, the older brother, right? He came out two minutes before? Four, four minutes. Four, there you go. It's, it's the only race that he won. Wow. This is going to be fun. Boom boom. And I just pulled my headphones out. <laughs> So, Heather, talk about how that worked out. Yes. So, the He's Family Foundation wanted to invest in the future of the Kirtland students. So, they um, are supporting a scholarship and will live on for a legacy. And in their honor, we're going to rename the Wood Science Lab because wood products are the family's the family's business. Yeah, so I'll let them talk a little bit more about why they're supporting and their business. And, and, and what we're going to do, I'm going to turn it over to, to Brother Mike, and he's going to give a, a little history of where Custom Forest Products came into, uh, into Grayling, Michigan back in 1981. Mike, take it away. 81. We moved up here to pioneer the Aspen lumber business and um, started Custom Forest Products, and it has blossomed into several other ventures, uh, Monarch Millwork and Michigan Wood Pellet. And, and wow. currently, Springs Window Fashions is part sure. of the whole network. So we've had a had a long history in the in the wood and forestry business here, and and uh, wanted to give back to the community and future generations for educational purposes. And well, it's the you know the engine that runs Grayling in Crawford County, and uh, I, I'm sure you guys, when you were in the business in the '80s and starting it, you never would have envisioned what's happened out on Four Mile Road and and uh, how it's fueled uh, a lot of economic growth in northern Michigan. Yeah, it's amazing. Uh, we, My wife and I originally met Heather just to do a simple scholarship, uh, endow a little endowment thing, and, and Heather exposed us to the to the wood science uh, lab there and, and uh, got us real excited about everything, and it's, it's, it's incredible. It's an incredible facility, isn't it? Yeah, the opportunities there for, for kids coming in out of this community and, and you know, to future generations is amazing. You know, Heather, we, we don't ever talk about this. Obviously, uh, we developed, the uh, Kirtland developed the Wood Sciences uh, a program, what it's like five years old now, I believe. Yes, just five, I think. Yeah, and it's it's part of the, uh, the continuing uh, focus that Kirtland has on practical education, education that's going to put you in and give you a career. Absolutely. A lifelong career. But what we don't ever talk about in the wood services, and gentlemen, you can speak to this as well, that uh, the modern technology that's involved in everything else, this is not 
a grimy business where there's, you know, wood chips flying everywhere and uh, you could get your hands cut off at any moment. You know, it, 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 <laughs> it's a very safe lab to learn in. Yeah, no High doubt. Tech, top of the line equipment. It is a great, great facility for students to come and learn in. Uh, and I'm sure that blew your guys' hair back. In fact, it blew all your hairs off. <laughs> hey, Dave, take your hat off. Show everybody. Uh, I don't have to. I can already tell. Thank you for wearing your tiger hats. Thank you for wearing your tiger hats. Baseball season starts over on Y101 March 31st. But um, so uh, is that kind of the uh, the genesis of this? I mean, Heather uh, was talking. She's always talking to people about scholarships. We have one. Um, but then uh, you guys saw what was going on there and, and wanted to get a little bit more involved. What we're going to try and do when they the the, uh, the ribbon ceremony, it's at 10, 11 o'clock. We're, we're going to try and bring our dad down from uh, Gaylord. He's 92 years old. Wow. He, he's one of the, uh, he's the one that helped start the thing. I, he, and he's the first generation. We're the second. We've got a third and even fourth generation. He's is trying to come in here. And, and I think he's going to be here. He, he is. He, we're, we're, my son is bringing him in hot. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> so, so at least he can try and attend that. But that, the whole program is to, uh, since the whole thing's based on scholarships and the foundation that the He's Family Foundation uh, started back in 1997, is, is based on uh, donating money to scholarships for colleges and for kids to get a good start. But but now to be able to fund one in the business that your the family has been in for now four generations has got to be really exciting. That, that's a cool thing when you when you give a scholarship to a, a high school or a college, that's one thing. But when it's when it's based on the the wood business, that's something different. That's something that Mike and, and plus in this community, you know, which is is great because this community is just blown up in the forest products industry no doubt about it i mean you know you look at a rauco and 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 then all the modernization that's happened at warehouser and everything else uh uh the 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 cool thing about it is there's a lot of automation but you still have to have a lot of people working in that space it's not like we got robots that are just going to take everything over and and kick people out in the streets uh, you have to have people working with the technology, and that technology is more and more intense, and, and that's why you have the wood services Absolutely. facility. The, yeah. the HEES, wood, what is the, the actual name going to be called now? The HEES Family Foundation Wood Science Lab. That's that's a beautiful thing. And at the ribbon cutting today, the letters are were made in the department there. Uh-huh. Um, stained, cut out. The whole, yeah. the whole process is made <laughs> out of wood. So it's really cool. It's a little extra special that um, our wood science instructor and students were able to do that. So it's it's beautiful. That's really cool. So that's happening today at 10? 11. 11 o'clock. So uh, uh, people that are listening, if uh, if you're not busy this uh, late this morning, Come out. I, 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 the way you guys look and everything else, I'm assuming there's a kegger. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, from Spikes. That, that's why we're here. So, you know, a, a tray of Spikes burgers and, and a keg of Budweiser. And we are doing tours right after the ribbon cutting, too. So if people want to see the Wood Science Lab, it's a great opportunity. I, I was just going to say that is a fantastic opportunity because uh, you, you don't know what we're talking about until you physically see it. And um, congratulations, guys! You know, and I, I'm sure your dad is going to be awfully proud to be there. And uh, it's one of those things that uh, he'll be remembered forever. The He's family will be remembered forever here in Grayling. And and thank you for everything that you've done for the community. 
Well, yes. Thank yeah. the, we thank, thank the community and everybody that was involved, right? Anything else, Heather? Just a very big thank you and hope to see people out at the ribbon cutting today at 11. Okay. And don't forget, you know, you go to uh, Kirtland... Uh, um, Kirtland.edu to take a look at uh, any uh, all of these things. The, the, the website is amazing. Uh, if you can't make it out today, there is a lot of, of video representation of the Wood Sciences Labs and all the other great uh, programs that are available at Kirtland Community College. Gentlemen, thanks for joining us here on Northern Focus. Thanks, thanks for having us. us. All right, we will be back after these words from our fine partners on Q100's Northern Focus, brought to us by Kirtland Community College. The goodies in the green room come from Bay Bread Company in downtown Traverse City. They're baking their buns off for you. Are you looking to complete your FAFSA but need help? Kirtland Community College has got you covered. Join us for Walk-In Wednesdays, February 14th, 21st, 28th, and March 6th. Meet us in person between 11 and 2 or schedule an online appointment from 5.30 to 8. Finish your FAFSA with help from our financial experts. Questions? Call us at 989-275-5000, extension 284. 989-275-5000, 989-275-5000, extension 284. Join us for Walk-In Wednesdays. For your FAFSA questions, find their answers at Kirtland Community College. 989-275-5000, kirtland.edu. Kirtland Community College. Discover you. Catch all the action of Grayling Viking High School sports on Q100. Brought to you in part by Katie Olson, Grayling Farm Bureau Insurance Agent, with answers to your insurance questions. Farm Bureau Insurance-MI.com. Q100, home of Grayling High School Viking sports. Welcome back to Northern Focus here on Q100, brought to us by Kirtland Community College. Portions of this program were pre-recorded. But I am joined live in studio with Trisha Jackson. Good morning. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm fine, thanks. So, uh, talk about the uh, Roscommon uh, graduation or project graduation. Project graduation has been going on for oh gosh, I don't even know. Probably the late '80s, early '90s. Mm-hmm. It's just a way to be able to keep our seniors safe after graduation, keep them obviously out of the woods and out of drinking after graduation. And we know them uh, safe. people have the tendency to get a little loose. Yes, a little, <laughs> little bit. Yeah, it's been the history. So th- this project graduation started a long time ago to prevent that. It's done a really good job of that, and it provides the students one last time to be all together and creating those life-lasting friendships and bonds that they all have. Uh, and I know that it changes from year to year. You usually mm-hmm. like to try to make it a surprise. Yes. Yep. Yeah. Every year it's up to the parents to organize. We have to raise about $20,000 these days to, to make it all work. But the students have an overnight experience. We take them to somewhere fabulous that has a lot of activities and things to do. And they all walk away with some pretty awesome prizes, too. So uh, you have a very unique fundraiser, Tricia. Talk about that and uh, what's going to happen. Yeah, super excited about this. And hopefully everybody will come out and pack the stands. But February 23rd, so next Friday at 7 o'clock, we have... Uh, We started off at his alumni dodgeball tournament, but it's turned into so much more. We've got Roscommon High School staff versus Roscommon High School alumni. We also have Roscommon County area first responders and law enforcement. So four different teams taking the court and about seven or eight different games of dodgeball that we'll be playing. (laughs) <laughs> it should be a hoot. Definitely somewhere oh, to be on Friday night. It is sounds hoot worthy. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, you've got uh, um, opposite handed dodgeball. So, I would have to throw lefty. 
Yes. If you're right-handed, you'd have to throw left. That that would yeah. seem to me is going to take quite some time. It might. <laughs> I don't know if I could hit you from here throwing a ball left-handed. Right, I probably right. could, but yep. you know, it, it would be more harder. Barrier dodgeball. So, they're going to be you're going to have like little props and walls uh, yeah. that people can hide behind. And the coolest thing is the students are all putting this together. So, us parents were helping with the fundraising side in the front of the house, but they put together all these games and they've got these great big boxes that they're painting up to have as uh, barriers and several different types of games like involving knocking down bowling pins or in this game you might have to try to make a basket to release the the people have that have been out so it should be uh, pretty hilarious to watch i think and we've got some characters playing the game too well uh, on top of that you know so the kids are not actually in the dodgeball contest so they you know they I, I i sense a little uh, tormenting maybe <laughs> i think so our two uh we have two gentlemen taking the mic uh jet thompson and Corbin Tyler, two students at Ross Common High School, two seniors, who will be taking the mic, and surely they'll be, uh, you know, probably TV-worthy, I think, uh, announcers. They'll be pretty amazing. But also <laughs> our students are acting as coaches. They're acting as referees. So all of our seniors play a role as this is for them, so they have a little stake in the game, and they should make it a lot of fun. So this is a week from tonight. It is. Uh, happening at Ross Common High in the gym, I'm assuming. Yes, in the gym. And uh, uh, tickets are five dollars, mm-hmm. um, and you have uh, a lot of other things that are involved. Not just coming in and, and watching all the dodgeball. You, you're going to have fifty-fifty raffles and. Right. We have to make up that $20,000 number, like I said. So this is one of our biggest and and, uh, last fundraisers of the year. So we're trying to push over that line. But we've got raffles, bucket raffles, so all kinds of prizes being donated by the community, which is just amazing. Concession stands are all coming to us. And then in between rounds of play, we'll be doing some crowd games, too, just to keep the fun and entertainment rolling with our crowd and with our student body. Um, How long do you think it's going to run? Two hours is what we're hoping for. Okay. So we from you seven know, you to nine. To, okay, <laughs> yeah. seven to nine. Who knows? Yeah, right. If they're all playing opposite handed, you could be there till midnight. <laughs> right. <laughs> yep. Our first time, so we're not quite sure what to expect, but we're going to try to keep game play down to about two hours. No, I, I think it's a fantastic idea. Uh, you know, if you uh, have some issues with. Uh, some of your teachers or <laughs> <laughs> yeah speaking of i just want to name drop a couple of people so our head football coach is our rhs grad steve Bernard. he's going to be the team captain for the alumni we've got sheriff stern roscommon county sheriff uh heading up the law enforcement team christy gilliam is a paramedic and firefighter in roscommon county she's heading up the first responders and tomasa elkins is our brand new roscommon elementary phys ed teacher so there's a lot they've been building their own teams and there's a lot of names out there that i can name drop and you just you know you're going to have a good time. <laughs> well, yeah, and and you got to like the way you've got it paired off. So you got staff versus alumni. A lot of those alumni probably had some of that staff and team. Uh-huh. So you know they. I don't know how hard you can throw it left-handed, but you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And same thing with first responders and law enforcement. So it has a it has a potential to be uh, you know just a little. A little competitive. A little competitive. Should be entertaining. I expect that we'll leave there with our sides hurting and our faces hurting from all the smiling. Well, and maybe some of them faces hurting if they get hit in the face with a dog. Perhaps. Perhaps. It won't be mine. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, this is a... a uh, there's no pre-sale for tickets. We're just inviting the community yep. to come out uh, next Friday at 7 o'clock down to the Ross Common Gym for an amazing dodgeball event to benefit 
uh, uh, project graduation. Yes. Thank Tr- you. Thank you, Tricia. Appreciate it. All right. We will be back. And for these words from our fine partners on Q100's Northern Focus, brought to us by Kirtland Community College, goodies in the green room, come from Bay Bread Company in downtown Traverse City. They're baking their buns off for you. You always get more at Feeney Ford. Hi, this is Sean Abraham from Feeney Ford and Grayland. It's a fantastic February at Feeney Ford. We have a limited amount of 2023 fabulous F-150s with 72-month financing at 1.9 or up to $4,500 off. We have seven hard-to-find full-size Broncos with the best price in the north. And the exciting edge comes with 0.9% financing for 60 months and up to $6,500 in rebates. Visit us in Grayling or 24-7 at FeeneyFord.com. You always get more at Feeney Ford. Get on in to Joe Mama's Blues Kitchen on Q100 Michigan every Tuesday night and Sunday morning from 8 to 10. Brought to you in part by Pioneer Hills Marine and Ross Common because they make memories priceless. Q100 Michigan, saving rock and roll one blues hound at a time. Welcome back to Northern Focus here on Q100. Brought to us by Kirtland Community College. Jerry Coyne is live in studio with Carrie Vaughn with Munson Healthcare, who's talking about virtual urgent care. Good morning, Carrie. How are you? Hi, good morning, Jerry. I'm great, thanks. Thanks for joining us. So virtual urgent care, that almost sounds like an oxymoron. Um, (laughs) (laughs) You know what I mean? I mean, if, if, if I'm suffering a potential heart attack, I don't know if I want to talk to somebody about it on the phone. Yes, and we don't want you to either. <laughs> so our virtual urgent care program, um, it really, you know, it's a great option for patients, um, you know, between flu, COVID, RSV, that we're seeing a lot of different bugs going around right now in our communities. Right. And, you know, we realize that um, the care can actually be provided virtually for a lot of these cases. And to your point, there are a lot of, um, you know, conditions that we cannot see through virtual urgent care, and obviously chest pain, shortness of breath. Any true emergent situation is something we do not want you to call us about. We'd rather you call 911. <laughs> yeah, well, that makes a lot of sense. <laughs> <laughs> um, so talk us through the virtual care process. Absolutely. So Munson's Virtual Urgent Care is open seven days a week. We're open from 7 a.m. to 7 p.m. And we treat all patients ages three plus and older Um, and all you need is access to the internet whether it's through your home computer a tablet or even your mobile phone and with the urgent care you'll see a Munson healthcare provider just from the comfort of your own home or your car or wherever you're calling us from okay and uh, this has a video component to it or is it just all I mean can you FaceTime that or what okay yep so we have um, so we have links that it, it is a visual face-to-face um, encounter that you'll have with one of our uh, physician assistants or um, physicians that work the clinic that day. Um, so we will register you, you know, face-to-face and see you face-to-face on your screen. And so, uh, w- uh, how long have you been doing this program with Munson, the virtual yeah. urgent care? Our, our program's been up for about 18 months, okay. and we're continuing to grow. And I think um, probably what our listeners need to know is that the conditions that we do treat, um, so again, I brought up, you know, flu, COVID, RSV, right. um, sore throats, rashes, pink eye, um, you know, all those things that really can be evaluated over the phone. We do offer testing for COVID, flu, and influenza. 
Um, we'll also treat females who are considering a possible bladder infection, um, getting testing that way. So um, there's really a lot we can do um, just examining the patient through a face-to-face visit. Really? So that, mm-hmm. that, that explain that, because obviously it's been going on for 18 months now. So um, I'm sure there were some stumbles at the very beginning. And now what how talk about a couple of the success stories. Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, um, a a big one being, you know, cough and cold or, um, you know, COVID has always been on the top of everyone's mind for the last few years. So, you know, patients requiring testing for employment or, you know, honestly, they're just not feeling well enough and they don't want to actually go sit in one of my urgent care centers. Um, you know, and wait to be seen. So we can have that virtual visit. They can join from the comfort of their own home or their couch, um, have the evaluation with the provider. If they need testing, then they can just go to uh, an order is sent electronically. They can present to an outpatient lab, have their testing done and be on their way. And then our clerical team and our clinical team will follow up with the patient uh, with any changes in treatment or recommendations. Well, you know, it sounds like... Uh a great way to keep emergency room visits down that are unnecessary yet still give people the confidence to know that they can they can be uh, involved in the proper care without too much effort yeah that's exactly right so what we're trying to do is just um, make uh, health care accessible um, to all patients in every stage of what of what they're needed so Virtual urgent care is really just another access point for patients to get in within our system. And again, you're seeing a month in healthcare provider that uses the same EMR system as our primary care providers. Um, you know, so when your primary care physician is unavailable, this is just a great choice. Um, and again, consistency from the same standpoint of um, you know medical record sharing um, and things of that nature as well. So definitely keeping patients out of the emergency department. Um, when they don't need to and have those long waits. Um, but also just, you know, sometimes patients have difficulty with transportation, um, but, you know, they're not feeling well and they'd like to speak to somebody. And so just, again, just another great access point that Munson Healthcare is offering for patients to get connected. Yeah, I, I think it's, uh, obviously it's the wave of the future, right, Carrie? Absolutely. Um, I'm sure you have more information on this on the Munson website, so please explain to our listeners where they go. Yeah, we sure do. One other point I do want to make is that um, I want patients to be comfortable as well, but if you do talk to one of our providers and you know maybe this situation seems to be a little bit more complex or our okay. provider would actually like the patient to be seen in person, either with their primary care physician or one of our um, um, six urgent care centers, and then... You know, we would refer that uh, refer you to an inpatient visit, and the patients are only charged once for the visit. So you wouldn't be charged for your virtual visit if we do refer you to an in-person visit. So we want to make sure that that's not a barrier for patients okay. um, when they are seeking care for us. So the best place to find us is going to MunsonHealthCare.org. You'll see our virtual urgent care right at the top of the screen, and you click on that button, um, and you'll be able to see our wait times. And then there's um, a button when you're ready to be seen at your convenience that works with your schedule that says reserve my spot. So when you click on that reserve my spot, everything happens electronically. You're sent uh, text links to join the call, and then you'll have start your face-to-face um, visit gotcha. with our registration staff and be transferred to our providers. Yeah, you're just not uh, – uh, so you have to start at Munson uh, – uh, I'm sorry, what's the website again? Again, it's MunsonHealthCare.org. I don't, yeah, I'm sorry. Um, 
Yeah, to get your appointment and make sure that your provider is ready and you're ready. It's not like you're just calling in, help, I I think I've got the flu. Uh, Yeah, actually, you know, so we don't actually schedule appointments. Um, It is similar to an urgent care where it's kind of first come, first serve. Oh, okay. Um, but again, what's really nice is when you go to that website, you actually see what our wait times are. So gotcha. Yeah. You know, if it is a little bit longer and you have something else going on for the day, or you can join and sort of basically you're reserving your spot and then, you know, you'll get you'll get a wait in the queue. Yeah. Ping. Okay. Exactly. You'll yeah. get a ping when it's your turn and and uh, yeah. So we see a lot of patients who are on their lunch hour at work or you know can't get away and things like that. So. Again, just another access point and trying to make it convenient for our patients in Northern Michigan. One last thing, Carrie. So uh, can your providers, uh, when they get to the end of the uh, examination or whenever they're reviewing the, the problems with the person online on phone, can they prescribe medication? Absolutely. That's a great question. So we certainly can. Um, and everything is sent electronically. And we... Um, you know, let the patient uh, decide their pharmacy of choice. And so prescriptions will definitely be um, prescribed, um, uh, work notes or school note releases, anything that the patient needs, we can try to. Uh, okay, good. Them. Yeah, well, that yeah. makes that makes a lot of sense. And again, uh, 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 opens up another avenue of, of uh, great convenience. Absolutely. All right, Carrie Vaughn from Munson Healthcare and MunsonHealthcare.org. Uh, streamlining the medical process for uh, uh, patients here in northern Michigan. Thank you, Carrie. Yeah, thank you for your time. Thanks for having me. All right, you got it. We'll be back after these words from our fine partners on Q100's Northern Focus, brought to us by Kirtland Community College. Goodies in the green room come from Bay Bread Company in downtown Traverse City. They're baking their buns off for you. The people you know, the name you trust, North Central Area Credit Union. Integrity, service, and value you can count on. It's the month of love, and you'll love a checking account at NCACU. In fact, when you open up a new one this month, they'll give you $50 at each of their five locations. Granville, Grayling, Houghton Lake, Roscommon, and Standish. North Central Area Credit Union. Federally insured by NCUA. Feel love and fortune collide at Saginaw Eagles Landing during the Matching Hearts Giveaway this February. Every Friday, one winner every hour from 4 p.m. to 10 p.m. will have the chance to match hearts. Match three like amounts to win up to $2,000 cash. Plus, Cupid has sweetened the deal. Match two like amounts and the Cupid card to double your prize amount. Only at Saginaw Eagles Landing Casino and Hotel. Real fun, real friendly. Visit Saginaw-EaglesLanding.com for complete rules and details. So got to be in your mouth, kids. In the mouth? Yes, in the mouth. I can't talk if it's in my mouth. You better pull that thing down. Don't. <laughs> Please don't be a smart-ass, John. <laughs> We're already on the radio, so thank you. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back to Northern Focus here on Q100. You're always giving me grief. I, I don't know what that's about. Why not? <laughs> Who from, wouldn't? That's from, you, that's from you hanging out with Nugent too long. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> We have the gang in here from uh, Fred Bear Day, which is coming up, uh, what, uh, uh, two weeks from Saturday, right? Yes, sir. All right. Uh, 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 Becky, you need to pull that down. Okay. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, so we have uh, Becky Zwick and uh, John, uh, no, excuse me, that's Sharon. That's I'm sorry, Sharon. Sharon. And John Wojcicki, uh, Sharon's husband, Tom, 
uh, might might bounce in here on the mic for a second too. So talk about the plan. It, 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 we're you're sold out for vendors. Is yes, that, we've yeah. been sold out for vendors for a couple of weeks now. That's fantastic. Uh, that's uh, uh, that's the events happening on Saturday and Sunday out at Kirtland Community College. Yes. So uh, talk about the full schedule of events that's happening the first weekend in March. Well, we have a greet, meet and greet on Friday night, and that'll be at both Tinker's Junction and Bear's Den. Yeah, that, are they at different times, or are they both happening at the same time? How's they are that? both happening at the same times, but what happened last year is we overwhelmed them. There right. were so many, so we <laughs> split it this year. That's a good idea. So half of you will be in one place, half of right. you will be in the other. Well, right. It's, it's a good thing there's four of you. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, I was when I saw that on the schedule. I'm like, hmm, how's that going to happen? We teleporting people around? Do we figure that kind of stuff out? I know that the tradition has been that uh, you did it at, at the Bears Den, but yeah. uh, that's gotten out of control for a number of years now, John. Yes, definitely. We overwhelmed that place and had to had to do what we're doing this time. Yeah. Two two places. No, I mean. Do you have any type of idea? Like, uh, is is there any lodging left in town? I know that we had special rates at um, Super Eight there uh-huh. at Exit Two Fifty One, right. right across from the college, and Woodland Motel gave us special rates. Okay, but other than that, I have no idea. What was the? Did we get an idea of the headcount of the people that pass through? Uh, the vendors last year were telling us that there was between three and four hundred that that actually attended the um, buy sell trade event. Okay, because we know um, there's a lot of people that are in the industry, in the bow hunting industry, and and bear archery and that stuff that are coming in from a great distance to be part of this. They did last year, and and the event just keeps getting bigger and bigger. Definitely, yes, sir. <laughs> Yeah, last year we sold out at 165 people, I think it was. This year we have been able to add a few more um, tables in. So We're hoping 185 people at the dinner itself. Okay, so that's the dinner at Kirtland on Saturday. On Saturday. Yeah. No, 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 no. On no, Sunday. No, 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 on Sunday. The dinner's Sunday. on Sunday. Yep. Um, uh, so at on Saturday you have, uh, what time is the... Uh, is the uh, ten to four? Ten to four is when the uh, the event, the buy sell trade. That's the that's the buy sell trade, and there's no admission charge for anybody to come into that. Right. Another thing we wanted to mention is if anybody has an item relating to hunting, fishing, sporting, or whatever, they don't know the value or whatever. We'll have appraisal people there, okay, to help them out if they want to sell it. Fine. If they don't, at least they can get a a price of what it's worth and whatnot. Well, the other interesting thing that you guys have been doing, uh, Sharon, is all the things, the auction items that have been pouring in, I think, every day for the last two or three weeks. I've seen daily on your Facebook page new items being donated for the auction. And, uh, I mean, that's going to generate thousands of dollars towards building. We've been very lucky, Jerry. We've been just blessed with our sponsors and for people to turn in there um, or donate to us. Well, more and more people are finding out about this. I know you guys did your interview yesterday with Duran from uh, uh, Wild Michigan, and um, 
the uh, I think you've really helped grow the legend of Fred Bear. I mean, you know, he's already legendary, but I mean, kudos to you guys in the organization because it, I, I see when you know we've been out at Jays and everything else. These people that didn't, you know, that are in Gaylord that don't even know about Fred Bear Day or Fred Bear Week, and they're like, wow, you guys are doing this? And, and, and they're, you know, 35 miles away. In 1999, the mayor of, De- of Grayling declared yeah. that March 5th would be Fred Bear Day forever in Grayling, but a whole lot wasn't done, or nobody picked anything up on it right. until Tom and I come along and tried to get this thing rolling, and it's, it's really snowballed, and hopefully it'll just keep continuing to grow oh i agree i lived in gaylord for 10 years and when i first lived there and we first had the radio station you know i'd tell people yeah we got a big weekend going on there's a canoe marathon and people go like what are you talking about and people that lived in gaylord forever you're like canoe marathon what is that you know and it was the same thing you know i i saw when we were at like i said at at jay's people coming up to your table and you know looking at your memorabilia and then picking up the schedule they go you guys, I mean, how long have you been having the actual event? Like, this will be on Sunday. How, uh, what, is this the fifth or sixth no, year that we've seven, had? This is our seventh, seventh, year. seventh year. Seventh year for the the, uh, the 21 Arrow Salute, yep. which is yes. pretty much where the event started, right? Right. Yeah. And and um, uh, talk about that for a minute, because I know what. how many people apply for the <laughs> the 21 spots. Last year we had 105 people trying to get the 21 Arrows. And uh, this year we're expecting probably another 10 or 15. We've been growing at the rate of about 10 to 15 each year since we've started. This. Yeah, it's an amazing uh, uh, um, memorial to Fred Bear. Um, so when is the registration? That's Sunday the 5th. Is that still happening at Bear Archery, the old Bear Archery site? It's, it's Not Sunday the 5th, Sunday the 3rd. This year we're yeah we it'll be the it third. On. Oh, that's right, first, second, and third. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and uh, it's on the bear grounds. We actually stand on the foundation of bear archery, right? And shoot over the foundation and into the side yard, and uh, then this year we're going to be going to pull them arrows, and we're also doing a an additional 21 arrow salute with the same arrows for Colonel Mike Steiger, and we're going to mention uh, Ellie Scott, who was Frank Scott's wife, who recently passed away as well. That's um, you know it it, it it really is it gets kind of emotional. It does, it, and uh, you know uh, again, kudos to you and the organization for building this up to where it is. Um, I want to ask, uh, do we have any raffle tickets left for the Fred uh, the Ted guitar? We do. We have some left. Um, you can buy them at the event. I figured that. But we kind of that will be the end of them. <laughs> that will be the end of them, and we took them off the website right. because they can't go out and come back in the mail that length of time. So you can now just get them at the event on do, the third. Do we have an idea of when we're going to do the drawing to see who the winner of the guitar the is? The drawing will be between 4 and 5 o'clock. On Sunday. On Sunday. Sunday. Yeah, okay. That's uh, That makes uh, all the sense in the world. Uh, what, what about as far as the fundraising efforts, where do we stand dollar-wise for the uh, the statue? Well, actually, we've raised a little over $100,000 already, but we're going to continue the fundraising until March the 31st. Okay. The reason for that is we do have three expenses that we're not sure exactly what they are, and so that just kind of ensures that we'll when we get there, we'll have enough money to cover it all. 
And, well, I know, and, and on top of you know creating the the Fred Bear statue that's going to be down at the uh, at the river at the park, um, uh, you guys are also funding uh, uh, youth uh, um, archery initiatives. We have this is one of the ideas that we have in mind uh, yeah. for, for for the future. Um, so the. Uh, the the Facebook page is the best place to follow along with all the events that we're talking about here, right? Sure. You just ask to join. There's no fee, you know, to join. But when you ask, you know, yeah, you it guys, is a private group uh-huh. that we will let you write in. How many people are in that group now? 1,636. <laughs> you guys have more followers than my website. I don't like that. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you, Fred Bear, though, you know, he's loved worldwide. Oh, yeah. I mean, we even have a uh, uh, one guy that's a part of our group that wanted to start a Fred Bear Day in France. And we it's said, go for, go for it. Yeah. yeah. He went Bonjour, for it. Fred Bear. <laughs> he, he did, and, and that he event did. has grown it's as well. International yeah. Fred Bear yeah. Day. International Fred Bear Day. Yep. Yeah. Is it the same day? It's yes. on, they have theirs on the fifth, regardless, which we've done until this year. Well, this made sense. I mean, it's gotten so big, you can't, uh, you know, you can't put it in the middle of the week. I think it handicaps too many people who want to travel right. to the uh, to the event because exactly. um, I know uh, that the again, this is growing, and we're getting visitors from Pennsylvania and Florida and Kentucky and and, and everywhere and. Um, What's got to be really cool, John, is, you know, the people that keep coming back. Oh, definitely. You know, yep. you're like, it's not a one-and-done thing. Well, not know? only coming back, but bringing friends and relatives right. with them, putting the word out when they get back and invite more people yep. to come, too. And I'm, I'm sure I will have Ted on the radio on Friday. So uh, <laughs> he's, been, he's been a big supporter of Fred Bear Day since day one. Yeah, I know. Another thing that, that upset me is that you guys have all your pictures with Ted. I mean, I know him. I've known him for 10 years. I've never met the guy. <laughs> you know, here you guys are hanging out backstage, you know, and everything else. And like, you know, uh, okay, well, I guess. One of uh, Ted's really good friends and hunting partners is coming to the buy, sell, and trade. Actually, he's coming for all three days. And so he'll be at our buy, sell, and trade with two tables full of Ted Nugent items that are signed by Ted that uh, he is donating all the profits yeah. to our... Well, Ted's been sending you guys stuff for a, a, a number of years now. Correct. That's where I got that from. <laughs> well, I, I do want to say that Q100 is going to be broadcasting live we on are. Saturday. Yeah, we'll be there from noon to two. So uh, we'll interviewing you guys, uh, and uh, we'll get a number of the vendors and, and just get a whole flavor of the thing. We but have we- old Bear employees there, too, that used to work for Bear, and they have lots of good stories about Fred. Yeah, it's, uh, well, like you said, the way this started, you know, just with the fellowship at, at, at the Bear's Den for the one, and then I think you you all recognized that there's more people that are interested in it. You took a chance, and and look at how it's paid off. And now we're going to have a beautiful statue of Fred Bear that that will be here forever. So kudos to to you and your efforts in, in your advanced ages. <laughs> thank, thank you, Jerry. We appreciate that. No, I don't know about advanced age. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's Fred Bear Day. You can join that on Facebook. The best way to learn about this, but it's uh, 
uh, March 1st, 2nd, and 3rd here in Grayling at Kirtland Community College down at all the items, the schedule everywhere. Uh, you can jump in with both feet, and you'll really see how uh, how devoted the, uh, the the band of brothers and sisters for Fred Bear ha- are across the nation. Thank you. Thank you. Thank, you. No, Thank right. you. We'll be back after these words from our fine partners on Q100's Northern Focus, brought to us by Kirtland Community College. Goodies in the green room come from Bay Bread Company in downtown Traverse City. They're baking their buns off for you. Friday, June 7th, the Soaring Eagle Summer Outdoor Concert Series heats up with Shinedown. The Revolution's Live Tour. My monster's out Tickets start at $36 and on sale now at the Soaring Eagle box office or online at etix.com. Party hard. Rock harder. Shine down June 7th. Details at soaringeaglecasino.com. This is Kevin Johnson, president of Johnson's Propane. We are a locally owned and operated business since 1954 here in northern Michigan. We have been ranked number one by People's Choice for northern Michigan's propane supplier year in and year out, thanks to our loyal customers. We want to invite any homeowner to give us a call for our switch-out special. Here at Johnson's Propane, safety is our number one priority because we have families too. Visit us at johnsonspropane.com or like us on Facebook for our weekly promotions and specials. Johnson's Propane, a name you can trust. Welcome back to Northern Focus here on Q100, brought to us by Kirtland Community College. Jerry Coyne is on the phone with Stuart Lazar from the Traverse City Comedy Club. Stuart's in New York scouting new talent for the club. Good morning, Stuart. How are you? Good morning, Jerry. How are you? I'm doing great here. Yeah. So have you discovered the the latest comedy sensation? Uh, not yet, Jerry. I've been looking. Uh, <laughs> I'm in the Big Apple right now, and all I found is a bunch of worms. Oh, you got a great comedian coming in this weekend. Oh, we do, Jerry. We've got uh, Nate Timmel uh, coming in. He's a Midwestern guy uh, from uh, Wisconsin, um, and uh, he's a great storyteller. He um, He's done a lot in his career. He's got a couple of kids. He's written a couple of books, uh, one a murder mystery and a couple of very sentimental books about his kids. He's done a whole bunch of comedy specials, and... Uh, He's very funny. Like I said, he's a storyteller. He's sarcastic. He's observational. And uh, I think he just makes everyone laugh. Got a little something for everybody. Yeah, especially if you have a family of your own. Uh, He's so very relatable. You're going to hear a thousand stories that uh, remind you exactly what you've been through or you're going through at home. Yeah, and those are the best kind of comics, the ones that you can really relate to. Yeah. it's always it's always like nice to laugh about something you know, something you've experienced, and all of that. And then I think, uh, as you said, Nate is is really relatable um, to people. And having uh, two young daughters myself, um, I can see a lot of that. Yeah. So uh, tickets are still available at uh, TraverseCityComedyClub.com, and uh, shows are when are they at this weekend, Stuart? We've got a Friday night show at 7.15, and then we've got a Saturday night show at 7 p.m. And uh, look forward to both of those. Uh, We are going to open our doors a little bit early on Saturday, and we are going to be attempting our first open mics uh, on Saturday starting at 6. Cool. Yep. 
Yep, and if it works out, this is going to be a weekly thing before our Saturday shows. We'll uh, uh, open the open mics to uh, the public and uh, uh, give people a chance to try out their uh, comedy and uh, give people a chance to hear some uh, locals who are interested in uh, partaking in comedy. So how is that setup going to work? What time are you opening doors to? If I'm going to do open mic, do I have to call you ahead of time? I'm just showing up. How's that going to uh, How's that going to plan out? That's a great question, uh, Jerry. This week, I would say just show up. Um, and in the future, we're going to have a sign up beforehand. Okay. So again, what time are the doors going to open for that? Because you know you might want to have some of your audience get there early and. You know, we'll see if you find somebody funny or heckle the hell out of somebody new. <laughs> yeah, exactly. The doors are going to open between 5.30 and 5.45. Okay. And the open run from about 6 to 7. And then uh, Nate's going to come on at 7.15. Well, Nate's not going to come on at 7.15. The other comedian, he'll have another comedian with him, correct? Yes, I, that's what I meant. The, uh, yeah. The uh, show... Start at 7.15. Yeah, always uh, the, the uh, comedians bring an opening act with them uh, who are usually people that you may not have heard of so much but want a whole bunch of open mics and are funny in their own right. Yeah, and uh, we've, we've got a great host as well. Um, so if you uh, come, I believe Scotty Bruce is going to be on tonight, uh, on uh, Friday night and uh, Devin Keith is going to be on on Saturday uh, as the host. Wow, so you're going to still be in New York. I will still be in New York. Well, then I guess I will do my open mic night uh, this Saturday, <laughs> so I don't have to endure your heckling if, if it's not any funny, if it's not very funny. Oh, no, I, I will be watching that. We've got a closed, screen, uh, closed camera TV, <laughs> and uh, I'll be sitting in a hotel room in New York uh, on a Saturday night just enjoying... Uh, the open mic, and I'd, uh, I'd love to see you perform, Jerry. You know you've got uh, five minutes anytime you want it. <laughs> I better start working on my material now, Stuart. It can't all be Michigan football. No, it's, you've got 48 <laughs> hours, Jerry. <laughs> Stuart Lazar from the Traverse City Comedy Club, thanks for joining us on Northern Focus. It's going to be a lot of fun adding open mic night on Saturdays over at the club and, and on top of uh, world-class comedy. Sounds great, Jerry. Look forward to seeing you there. We'll be back after these words from our fine partners on Q100's Northern Focus, brought to us by Kirtland Community College. The goodies in the green room come from Bay Bread Company in downtown Traverse City. They're baking their buns off for you. The always ready for breakfast deal. Going to bed already? Yep. Breakfast at Mickey D's tomorrow. So? Soon I go to bed. Soon it'll be morning. Soon I'll be at Mickey D's. This is actually brilliant. You can come too. Turn out that light. Good mornings become great mornings when you have McDonald's breakfast. Now grab a sausage McMuffin, sausage biscuit, or hash browns and get another for a dollar. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal. Valid for product of equal or lesser value. Tune into Q100 for the Odawa Casino Weekend Ramp Up. It's a quick one-minute look at all that's happening at Northern Michigan's destination for fun and entertainment. Odawa Casinos, Petoskey and Mackinac City, 100.3 Q100. You find yourself in need of a retreat, a space to call your own. It's the key of imagination that can unlock a man cave or a she shed. Created in... 
The Woodworker Zone. Lighting, paneling, decor, siding. Let the woodworkers shop in Cummins guide your imagination to a whole dimension in time and space. Your very own man cave or she shed. See everything you can't live without at woodworkershop.com or get to the Woodworker Shop on M33 Cummins. Are you looking to complete your FAFSA but need help? Kirtland Community College has got you covered. Join us for Walk-In Wednesdays, February 14th, 21st, 28th, and March 6th. Meet us in person between 11 and 2, or schedule an online appointment from 5.30 to 8. Finish your FAFSA with help from our financial experts. Questions? Call us at 989-275-5000, extension 284. 989-275-5000, extension 284. Join us for Walk-In Wednesdays where your FAFSA questions find their answers at Kirtland Community College. 989-275-5000. Kirtland.edu. Kirtland Community College. Discover you. Welcome back to Northern Focus here on Q100, brought to us by Kirtland Community College. Jerry Coyne's on the phone with Glenn Wilson, who is seeking to be a candidate for the Michigan Senate seat that is opening up this year with the retirement of Debbie Stabenow. I've known Glenn for quite some time and uh, was surprised to hear that you're entering politics. Glenn, how are you? Great. I'm doing great. and uh, appreciate you having me on your show. And I'd like to say welcome to everyone here in northern Michigan. Uh, Glenn, uh, I, like I said, I was surprised to hear that you were entering politi- uh, politics. Uh, you know, I've known you as a businessman. Uh, you had a, a great Internet company up here in northern Michigan that we were a part of. So uh, talk a little bit about yourself and how uh, this, uh, your career has kind of shifted to wanting to become a, a Michigan U.S. senator. Well, that's a good question. I started out very poor, I mean, what we called real poor in the 70s, and uh, Kind where you know you put tape on your shoes or you rope or rope for belt, but kind of poor. Okay. And, uh, I went into the military. Got out of the military. I went to Ferris State to become a mechanical design engineer. And in the course of doing engineering, I found out I was pretty good with computers, so I got into programming. And I took these talents and these skills and. I built internet companies and TV stations and uh, um, internet down the road towers, and I served the community. and And you get to be real personal friends with everybody in the community. And you see the, the the kitchen table issues that are just driving them crazy. Trying to make ends meet, pay the electric bill or food bill. What do you do? Keep the heat on. Or do you put gas in the car to go to work? These are these are really hard times for people. And when you see what's going on in the world, we need somebody with experience to go into D.C. that's dealt with this alphabet soup. I've dealt with just about every level of the government bureaucracy that we've had. And what's going on right now is just crazy. Our borders are out of control. But we're really commit moral bankruptcy by putting our kids in debt $34 trillion. At some point, somebody's got to say, I love my grandkids more than this. And so I jumped in the race. And I believe I have the skills that can help solve these problems. 
you have to garner a certain amount of uh, signatures by register voters. And you're in yep. that process now. But something uh, came to your attention while you were doing that because you're so adept at getting into the Internet and websites and everything else. So tell our listeners a little bit about uh, a shocking surprise about voter registration here in the state of Michigan. Okay, so I'm trying to keep track of 30,000 signatures for these petitions to get me on the ballot. Right. So I downloaded the, so I downloaded the state of Michigan's qualified voter file. Now, this has a list of all the voters in the state of Michigan. Uh-huh. And while I was at it, I downloaded their vote records as well. So, I didn't know that. Uh, I didn't know that was public information. Number one, so that's that's a shock. Oh, so, yeah. whatever vote it's, I've I, ever, I, 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 yeah, everything I got here is all FOIA, Freedom of Information uh, data. So there's Absolutely. a record of this is, this is public records. Yeah, Glenn. So there's a record of every vote that I've ever made in the state of Michigan. Is that what you're saying? Absolutely. I, it okay. doesn't say who you voted for. It just says that you voted and how you voted, uh, absentee, election day, right? Okay. Or you know, things like that. Fair enough. Um, so anyway, I'm sitting here looking at this data, trying to figure out what I need to put on the screen so I can keep track of things. And I noticed that this person's registered to vote before they were ever born. And I thought, oh, I thought you had to be 18 to be, you know, registered to vote. So I, I looked again, and sure enough, there's over 20,000 people that are registered to vote before they were born. I thought yes. this was insane. And then I started checking for people over 100 years old. Well, in Michigan, we got about 1,400 people that are truly over 100 years old. Congratulations, shout out to them. But we've got over 20,000 of them in the voter rolls. We got, I mean, this is absolutely insane. And then I started checking, well, if you need to be verified, whether it's signature or citizen or something, if you're flagged verified, you're not allowed to vote until this is cleaned up. And so I thought, well, let's see. Well, while they're permanent absentee, too. Great. Awesome. So these are people that need verified. They're flagged permanent absentee, so they're going to get ballots. And sure enough, they're voting. And then there's the ones that are challenged. These are known to be a problem. They're challenged. They didn't answer the verification stuff. Whatever. They're clearly not supposed to be voting. And there's voters with votes out there. Now I just learned a new query last night to see... How many people actually voted twice? Voted both as an absentee and as uh, election day show up vote? Oh, yeah, you think that number would be zero? It's not. So I decided to make all of this stuff public, make an interactive map out there that uh, is available for everybody. If you go to voteglenwilson.com and you vote on uh, uh, election or click on election integrity, there's a very detailed interactive map that exposes all this. I put out the names, the contacts yeah. for all the clerks. I put out the voting records. I show you the actual public data in a way that you can actually see just how bad this is. Oh, I agree. You walked me through it. It was very simple. I, I noticed some people in Grayling and Gaylord that are on the voter rolls that were registered to vote in 1899 and they were born in 1962. So uh, that's a little troubling, more than a little troubling, and I, I'm glad you brought that to our attention. I, we need to get anybody that's willing to help get signatures just to get us on the ballot as fast as possible. We need to turn in 30,000 signatures 
if you go there to my website, you click volunteer, we'll send a packet of uh, petitions, signature forms out to you. And we, we have got to take America back and rescue the American dream for our kids. It, it, it's just absolutely insane what's going on. And it's us, we the people. Glenn Wilson, thank you for taking the time out to join us on Northern Focus. And uh, we will stay in touch and see how your candidacy progresses. We'll be back. Well, thank you very much for having me. And may God bless you. And may God bless America. We'll be back after these words from our fine partners on Q100's Northern Focus, brought to us by Kirtland Community College. Goodies in the green room come from Bay Bread Company in downtown Traverse City. They're baking their buns off for you. This is absolute madness. A division of Blarney Stone Broadcasting.